Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. This is Edmonton After Midnight. Welcome back to the podcast. This is LB. And this episode, we're going to be talking about our top five consoles of all time. Now, what does that mean? That means we will break down from five to one the consoles that impacted impacted us in our lifetime. We'll give an explanation of why. And for any viewers or listeners out there, like, subscribe, follow, and list in the comments what your top fives are and why. But I have a special guest on this episode. I got some young blood in this episode. It's my nephew. Cameron's on here. So he's going to introduce himself, and we're going to get right into it with number five. You know how I am. I like to get right into these things because I only got an hour, and I like to fill up the hour. So... Let's get into it. So, Cameron, nice to have you here. Yeah. You know. I actually told you that, you know, I wanted to be on here a little while ago, but yeah. I tried to find a spot, and I think this is the spot. This I did happen on a whim. It just, I just, you know, we brought up, I said, let's just do it right now. So, mm-hmm. you're here. So, we're going to do that. Okay. So, number five, console, why leading right. to you? You're up. Oh, it's like currently like three. Oh yeah, happy Father's Day. Thank you very Depending much. Depending on when this comes out. Yep. But my number five, it's a little bit of a of generally a newer console. Might surprise some people. I like to see myself as more of a Nintendo growing up on Nintendo, Microsoft. Mm-hmm. So this might be why it's so low. But the PlayStation 4 is at my fifth spot. I would have thought it would have been higher. Of all consoles of all time. I literally would have thought it would have been higher. Just like how it impacted me. Yeah. Um, uh, the PlayStation 4, without it, generally, I would not have a lot of my favorite games to this day. And be introduced to a lot of franchises that I missed out on. Mm. Growing up, uh, I didn't have a PlayStation. PlayStation 2. PlayStation 3, for that matter. This was like my first official PlayStation of my own. That's true. So like... I got to experience a lot of like exclusive console, like like Naughty Dog. I'm pretty sure Naughty Dog is like a Sony exclusive company, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah. So like, moment, yeah. like games such as The Last of Us, I got to experience for the first time, which I loved. Lived up to the expectations. I heard a lot of people liked it before I played it, and I finally got to play it this last year, the remaster. I enjoyed it a lot, but yeah, generally, without the PlayStation Four. I believe I would not have like the same love for games that I do now. Um, Resident Evil, I got introduced through the PS4 actually, through the Resident Evil 2 remake and Resident Evil 6. I love those games a lot. And I currently, I, I actually bought a PlayStation 2 trying to get into the old series that I missed out on because of it, you know? And Final Fantasy 7 actually, remake. One of my favorite games, too. I love that game. I know a lot about the original, but never played it. But the remake, I love that game. I put hours into that. Persona 5, put hours into that. This PlayStation 4, honestly, might be the golden age of games. That's what I said. I thought it was what we don't want, the way he's talking about so this. Many, eh? This is not my number one. That's crazy. But, I wonder what number one is. But, you know, it does hold a lot of impact. Mm. All these, the, these top fives for me are going to hold a lot of impact. But, you know. On to the next. Thank you for that. Very informative. Now, Alan is back. Now, Alan may have a different take on what his top five is. I, I don't think... I think that 
between our top fives, we're going to have some similarities, but the, the ranking is going to be different. Or we each may have something. Actually, I believe that we will have something that none of us have because Alan, to me, is a portable. You're more into some portable stuff too, right? Yeah. Which I am not as much. So that already shows that there's a difference on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, my nephew, Cameron, he said a PS4 as number five, but it sounds like it should be number one. I don't know what he's talking. So that's a little different, but uh, that means his number one must be something spectacular. So Alan, this is our first podcast in person in like five episodes. How are you? And what's your number five and why? Impact. Yeah. I've been pretty good today. Yeah. Had a good, <laughs> spending a good day in person. Yeah. Yeah. My number five, I've, uh, I think would be PlayStation Vita. Uh. Yeah. Okay, I respect yeah. it. Yeah, as much as people may think, uh, uh, like a dead console, not much, uh, uh, not much people have lo- looked into the Vita, uh, Vita library. But yeah. um, Vita is like, as you know, I'm into J- JRPGs, and I uh, on the Vita, it's like a lot of JRPGs, lots, of, and uh, you can take it on the go, and. Um, also, one feature that's used used not that often on the Vita is remote play. So you could you actually play your PlayStation Four games on it. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. But um, uh, one one it's portable. Two it's fairly power- powerful. Three there's uh the library is actually pretty vast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's lots and lots of good games on uh on the uh, Vita like. One of the most um, top-rated games is Persona 4 Golden. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Trails of Cold Steel is uh, pretty good on... Well, like, it's on all three consoles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's a good, good series. But, um... See what... Um... Yeah, there's a uh, there's well a fair amount of indie games on the Vita as well. So, or at least uh, for that that point in time, there's a uh, pretty good, good pretty good games, and that's why I make um that's why uh, like uh, I I do rate the Vita as uh, one of my top five best consoles. Uh, what was the impact that it had on your life though, the the Vita? Oh yeah, I, at first um like everybody else, I also thought that the Vita um. Uh, like what I have a PS three, so why 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 uh, why uh, buy games on the uh, on the Vita? But um, uh, later found out it's like it's like uh like it has real um, like the impact I guess is like it's oh got uh yeah it's got good games and <laughs> and lot of RPGs right yeah and, and I know that's your thing yeah and portability. Uh, yeah, that's that's that, actually that was true. I think that was like uh, the first major portable, portable system. I mean, get, well, Game Boy was, but if we're talking about more like okay, we're looking at the aesthetics of how it looks and also how it plays. Mm-hmm. You play more modern games mm-hmm. and the blocky that we had in Nintendo and stuff like that. So I agree with you on that. Yeah. All right, my turn. Um, you guys might be surprised by this, but mm-hmm. I have reasons why. My top five system of all time is the original Xbox. So I swear That's, to you all. I, that was actually a oh, you're thinking about honorable that? mention for me. Okay, so the reason why is very simple. Um, before, before I got the, the X, original Xbox is the first system... Okay, so no, that's not true. When I was younger, my parents would buy us all the systems. Super mm-hmm. Nintendo, NES, my older brother would get, get 
asked them to get it. There, then there was a point from after Nintendo 64, the PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, and some other systems between there, we had to get it on our own ways. I believe um, at that the Xbox was the first system in probably five, six years at that point where my parents actually decided to buy it for us. And how we got it was it was a winter day. Uh, Best Buy was still a new store in Canada. And it was in the flyer. They were offering a uh, original Xbox Star Wars deal. I think it was Nice Little Republic. And um, of course, it was on a sale price. The problem is, if everyone knows what lineups were in the 2000s, in minus 30, 20 winter, you get where this is going. So my dad woke us up around 5 o'clock in the morning. And uh, they had to go to Best Buy for other reasons. But the main goal for us is we were told we could get the Xbox. So we went in the lineup. We were in the lineup for about maybe an hour and a half. And when the doors opened, everybody ran in. Me and my brother ran straight to the electronic section, seeing people grab the Xbox like crazy. We were able to grab one. Two people were trying to get one. We got it. So we got it. We brought it home. That was our first kind of computer console because the Xbox was based off computer architecture. And we fell in love with it. Project Gotham Racing, Project Gotham Racing 2, uh, WWE Raw, uh, M- NHL, NBA. Is it Perfect Dark's on there too? Uh, yeah. yeah. No, Perfect Dark's on the 360. Oh, okay. But I never played Perfect Dark. Um, what else was on there? Um, Need for Speed. Um, GTA, of course. Just It goes on and on and on. And you're going to hear this theory. You're going to hear this spin I put on a lot of these consoles. Modability. I have to say modability. I'll explain it. I prefer, I'm not criminal, but I don't like paying for games. So <laughs> if I get a system that's moddable, eh, what's going to happen? And my younger brother, he modded it eventually a little later on down the line. But the reason why I think that it uh, impacted my life was because it felt weird that my parents came up to us and said, hey, do you want this system? After so many years of not buying us a system, they decided to do this. And then me and my brother were so excited, we woke up early, went to go get it with them, which I wouldn't go to Best Buy any other, uh, for any other reason at that point, right? So I think that's why it, it, it felt important to me because of that exact reason. So Cameron, number four, your favorite console, reason why, and impact. All right, kind of segueing into the Xbox, you yeah. know. I got the Xbox 360 at my number four spot. Let's talk more. At my number four spot. I have the Xbox 360. You know, I honestly, to me, this is debatable. Xbox 360 to me is the prime of Microsoft. <laughs> to me, I got faces around the room right now. I got faces around the room. That... <laughs> He's walking out. Hey. Uh, yeah, honestly, to me, just because of the emotional and just how fond of the like the games that I had for it, just how fond I was for them. Um, it was like really honestly one of the first consoles that I had to myself. And I am a I'm a huge Halo fanboy, like a huge Halo fanboy. Back in the day, I was a huge Halo fanboy. Back when um, 
what Bungie worked on Halo when they were actually decent. <laughs> but, yeah, I can remember spending hours, hours playing Minecraft on the 360. Halo Reach on the 360. I remember that was the first console I can remember when I was talking to players on the headset. Modern Warfare 2. I was every day, 24-7, I'd come... Some of the most fond memories coming back from school after a long day, putting off, putting away my bag, going upstairs, and putting the 360 on. Um, the 360 to me uh, means a lot because of the emotional value behind it, obviously. I have a lot of fond memories of hanging out with family, playing games. Uh, I like the library a lot, mostly just because I'm a Halo fanboy, but I also did play a lot of games like um, Skyrim, I remember playing very fondly. Um, it was one of my first Bethesda. I think it was my first Bethesda game. Skyrim. Which at the time, everyone was like playing. I can remember. But I remember going to Best Buy one time with my mom. And buying the Legendary Edition of Skyrim. And I did not put that game down after that. That game is amazing still to this day. I never did finish it. My brother plays the game. But so like... I love that game a lot. Xbox 360, my number four spot. Amazing console. In my opinion, the prime. <laughs> the prime from oh, Microsoft. Maybe the prime is to come. You never know. But you know, segueing into that. Here comes Alan's number four. Everyone knows that our Series S is the prime. I'm just joking. <laughs> no, I'm not just joking. I said Series S. I'm just joking. All right, Alan. Yeah. Number four for uh, the console. Why impact? Yeah. Well, first I want to say Davida. Also, I like the modability, but um, uh, but uh, because I have physical game collector, I do have most of them. Even though I mod my uh, like now mod my Vita, yeah. So uh, I want to give an honorable mention to Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. It doesn't have as much JRPGs, but I will say I agree yeah. with Cameron. It is the prime of the uh, Xbox. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, Alan. The control is very the controller comfortable. is very good. Very comfortable. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I did like the implementation of the gamer score system. Yes. Yeah. But now I'll move on to my number four, oh my uh, which would be uh, Nintendo uh, Nintendo DS. Mm, the original, like the first DS. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. That one, uh, I, I do own most of the game physically, but with an R4 card, um, um, I can actually bring more, more games on the go. So... Uh, I did play most of my games on an R4, though, uh, though I do own most of the games. Could you explain to those who don't know what an R4 card is, what that is? An R4 card is basically, it's like a DS cartridge, but it, uh, it plays backup games or ROMs, um, like DS, ROM, uh, DS mm -hmm. games uh, on a micro SD card. Mm -hmm. And you, that and you can put like probably, depending on your size of the micro SD, probably up to... Yeah, 22, like yeah, 60 or 68. Depends how big the SD, SD card is you put in there. Yeah, I think there is a limit, and I think it was like 32 gig is, uh, might be the oh, highest okay, limit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, because they didn't take micros back then. That was the big ones, right, I yeah, think? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't until 3DS they took. That's another system. Okay, keep going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, uh, that one's more fun than uh, the 3DS, um, the original DS. Well, one, it's like the dual screen is very new and innovative. That was like a very like uh, uh, big change in terms of like how Nintendo does their portable systems. And I did buy my own 
on my own on my own DS. Um, did later my dad did later buy me a DS Lite. So um, yeah, pizza. And it also plays uh, Game Boy Advance games. They did have the backwards compatible pizza? to play. Uh, no, not yet. Uh, Game Boy Advance Shoot. games. So Nintendo is very good in terms of the backwards compatibility, but it had that have a lot of like. Pretty uh, like good games like uh, on the DS like the uh, Fire Emblem series, mm -hmm. yeah. Mario games are always fun. Always. Yeah, and on the DS there's like, as much as like the 3DS has uh um rem uh remade like the uh, Shin Megami Tensei series um like uh played most of them on the on the DS so it's like Shin Megami Tensei Strange Journey Shin Megami Tensei, um. Uh, Devil Survivor, I don't, yeah, I think it's Devil Survivor, Devil Survivor. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it's called. Yeah. Um, let's see. They had a bunch of different, um, strategy RPGs that I like. Uh, let's see. Yeah, overall, like I did uh, the the DS, like uh, well, to me it was a well, decently comfortable system to hold, and it's like mm -hmm. weight, uh, with, with its uh, weight and like uh, ergonomics, I would say could be improved, but it was pre uh, pretty comfortable, com comfortable system. Oh yeah, I really loved the Phoenix Wright series on the on the uh, DS system. Yeah, that's one of my. What was your what was the uh, impact on your life that the three D that the DS had? Um. I I played a lot of games. Uh, like um, like it was easier for multiplayer games. Like uh, something I can do play with my friends. There you go. Port and also portability. portability. Again, that's gonna be a theme with someone mm. at this table. Portability. Mm. I know it is. Yeah. You like to play on the go, huh? Well, when I was in school, yes. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay, so my turn, number four. Um, I have to think about this one because it's between two systems. And I had to choose um, to the one that... No, sacrifice. I had to place between which one was going to be number four and number three. Mm. Number four is going to be the PlayStation 2. The reason why is because it's the first system I ever bought with my own money. Um, I bought it with my own money. And I came home and set it up. And my brother came in my room and we just started going right at it. I, had, um, I played the shit out of um, uh, Need for Speed Underground 2. Played a lot of the hockey games, basketball games. We're going to go to the sports section. I, I, back then, I used to get every single WWE game. Because back then, PS2 had all the good WWE games. And I would go to EB Games. We'd, we'd um, take our old games in, trade them in to get credit. And I'd always get the WWE games. I would be at school... I would leave school at lunch. Uh, my parents are listening to this. So. <laughs> I would leave school. I'd leave school at lunch and go to King, uh, uh, go. To, I'm not gonna say the mall. Oops. Go to a mall, <laughs> and I would go pick up my games. Th that's how. And when we get home, like Alan was saying, <clears throat> like Cameron was saying, you get home, throw your bag down, get right to it, right game and gaming for a couple hours. I. When it comes to wrestling games, which I, I, I kind of don't play them anymore. I just do a lot of streaming with them. I make matches whatnot. Back then, I was playing, playing them. Me and my brother would play them a lot. And uh, very enjoyable. And that's kind of where the um, impact was. That it, me, it, we played a lot because we were, at that time, we both were big into wrestling. 
and we'd go to the events and things of that nature. So we play a lot of wrestling games, and it's a one system we never did mod, but you know, I'll pick one up eventually. A modded one, and maybe get back into some old stuff. Um, Marvelous Capcom Two. Everyone knows the Black Label. Go ahead. Which uh, which version did you buy? It was a fat one, the, the fat? original yeah. one. Yeah. Um, the Black Label I had at one point. I sold it. I don't know why for cheap back then. Now it's worth a couple hundred bucks. Def Jam, Fight for New York. I played all three Jeff Jams. Uh, Vendetta is okay. Played on the GameCube. Fight for New York. Masterpiece. Everyone knows it. Played on PS2. Icon, I have a PS3. That was a good game too. But there's so many titles. But like I said, those are the, my reasons why the PlayStation 2 is number four for me. Cameron, you're up with your number three. System by Impact. My number three system. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's kind of like a same situation where I have to choose between these two. They're kind of like so close together that I have to choose which one should be number two and which one should be number three. But I think I'm going to go with the order that my number three spot is honestly going to be... I'm going to say the Nintendo 64 is my third spot of all time. Um, I never did own one, actually. I never did own one. But my aunt owned one and at my daycare, which I went to every day, like for, I want to say a good four years during elementary, had one. And I played that all the time. Um, the controller is crazy. When you look at the controller, the N64. It was. It's <laughs> to this day, it's still unique. It's yeah. still crazy. It's unique. I like how it feels, though. To like me, it's you, weird. With the, <laughs> with the joystick, I don't know. I like how it feels to like, you grip the middle like that, right? Um, but. Yeah, so every day after school, I'd be picked up by this van. Take me that to my sounds house. crazy. <laughs> that does sound crazy. <laughs> it was the van to the daycare. There was other kids, don't worry. And we'd go to the daycare, which was maybe, I'd say, like a good two blocks away, right? Four blocks away. So we get inside, and as soon as we get inside, straight to the 64. They had, that. that's when I was introduced to, um, I played a lot of Banjo-Kazooie. On the N64. A lot of multiplayer Banjo-Kazooie. And I, those are some of my favorite memories. Um, Mario Kart 64. Crazy on the Rainbow Road. I played that a lot. Um, what else did I play? And of course, everyone knows Super Mario 64. It's like one of the most iconic platformers. Did, wait, don't. You don't like it, right? Which one? Mario 64. Super uh, I'm not a Mario person in general. Like, for his platformer games, I like uh, Mario Kart. I love Mario Kart. But I think that's the... Mario Sluggers on the Wii is good, too. Oh, fuck. Is Wii on my list? Oh, uh, shit. Okay. So, um, yeah. Uh, I, I don't fuck with um, <laughs> Mario platformers, but I, I mess with the side stuff. I like the side games a lot. So, yeah. Um, a lot, actually. I've always liked, also, the cartridges. I don't know. I just like the aesthetic of them. The Zelda always, one, I've always the liked one? how they look. Yeah, the especially mask, the Zelda. The, the, yeah, mm. the gold and like you had yellow ones sometimes. Like I think mm. that the yellow one was for Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong sixty four. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I never did play that game though. But DK rap from there, you know. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> that says it all. a lot of my favorite memories. Once again, a lot of them like. These guys, these guys will talk about. They'll be like, "Oh, the modifications and stuff," you know, Not stuff, like, stuff like that. They'll get there really, they'll really get. T- they really get technical into yeah. it. I'm more of a, you know, 
I have a lot of memories associated to it. But yeah, that's my number three spot. How did it impact your life? Nintendo 64. How did it impact your life? For me, um, I was, it was like one of the, once again, it was like one of the consoles that introduced me to a lot of franchises, such as like Super Mario 64, um, Banjo-Kazooie especially. Banjo-Kazooie was something that I played all the time there. And it was like, it was something where like, like at daycare, I didn't really like to be there, right? As a kid, I never really liked daycare. Mm-hmm. I always cried when my mom dropped me off. And it was just something that would um, allow me to, like, kill the time and, like, enjoy myself at daycare by myself while I played. Alan, number three console, why impact? Number three console, I would say, is the PlayStation 4 for me. <laughs> Okay, I number one, but no, I thought it'd be number two, but go ahead. Yeah, I think I know what your number one is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it well, what impact is um started changing my mind about like uh digital games to some extent, but of course, uh, my belief is of course digital games uh um it has to be like good sale price for me uh indie game uh because I'm not getting anything physical. And there's, well, of course, uh, to me, there's, like, a, some problems with digital. Yeah, we could go on the whole... I think we might have done an episode about that already, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which is why I'll go, like... It has to be, like, a really uh, really good discount for me to uh, get a digital game. Deep discount, yeah. Yeah. One of the... Uh, well, and, uh, well, I do know some physical games now are, like, harder to get, so uh, it is, well... A reason that uh, to get dig- some dig- games digital. Definitely. Yeah. Introduced me to a lot of indie games. So when I like, I really like to play Slay the Spire right now. Of course. That's true. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. And, and it could be said like one of them, uh, like a golden age of like a uh, PlayStation because it's like, it has a lot of retro games. They remastered a lot of games. Yeah. Yeah. You can play like, a, even like, like, like PlayStation One games, like uh, mm-hmm. uh, Final Fantasy Seven to Nine originals, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and um, graphics graphics are pretty good actually. Yeah, let's say graph, yeah, graphics wise, it's like Im- Im- improvement from PS Three, and yeah, lots and lots of <laughs> lots and lots of lots of, <laughs> too many titles to. <laughs> Yeah, too many titles to name. Too yeah. many titles. That's true. Titles. Yeah, Persona, Persona Five is a good one. Persona or the Royal Edition is also good. Royal Edition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that is when a lot of remasters started coming in. Well, uh, we could talk about remasters on a different episode. I have a lot to say about remasters. <laughs> I think it's some kind of a late. PlayStation Plus much. also gives like well. I wouldn't say like uh they always give like hit uh like uh like hitters but um but um like um we'll say at least like in a year's time they give probably at least like f- four to six uh four to six good games mm-hmm. yeah maybe not, not be for everybody year, but uh yeah. but uh they try and uh, diversify that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? No. Okay. 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 Um. My number three is Nintendo 64. 
cupping my flow. No, no, no. <laughs> I, my, I, I, I really have reasons. I I, 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 my reasons are interesting. So, Nintendo 64. I remember it's the first system that we got that our older brother had nothing to do with because he was in a, it was a different country at this point in time. And um, we asked our parents for it for Christmas and they said yes. No, actually, that's not true. No, no, that's not true. Um, I'm trying to remember. No, no, we we um, we ended up getting I think Christmas money from relatives, and we we asked to buy it with the Christmas money. That's what happened. So we got it, and um, impact on, impact is very simple. It brought me and my siblings. We we played the shit out of that system. I I have to say, that's impact. It's just a lot of togetherness. Played the shit out of the system. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name some heavy hitters. And the last heavy hitter is the one that was most important to me at the time with Nintendo 64. Now, the controller, I'm going to tell you guys a funny story. And you guys will get a laugh. True story. At Nintendo 64. I went to school with a guy. He had a sister. Older sister. You see the shape of the Nintendo 64 controller, right? You see the shape of it. You know it rumbles, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know where this is going. So I guess there was a rumor on the school that something had happened with his controller. He described it as um, he went to school one day and his sister stayed home for whatever reason. He came home from school and he went to play a game. And the system was there, but the controller wasn't. So... <laughs> He went into her room and she was in the shower. Uh, he picked up the controller and it was sticky. One plus one equals two. You know what she did with the controller. That's all I'm gonna say. So it had multi purposes. Anyways, that that story oh, did happen. That really did happen. But that's not why I like it. That's just crazy. Mario Kart sixty four. Mario Party. Legend of Zelda, Legend of Zelda's Majora's Mask, Smash Bros, Kobe Bryant NBA Basketball, Wayne Gretzky CD Hockey, Killer Instinct Gold, and most importantly, because I'm a wrestling fan, WWE No Mercy and GoldenEye 007. GoldenEye. Those two games, WWE No Mercy, I'll explain why it's important to me. To this day, even with 2K22 out, hands down, if you ask the fandom, everyone will say, WWE No Mercy is the best wrestling game of all time. The only thing it was missing was a hell in the cell. That's the only thing it was missing. And if you played the game, you know exactly what I mean. But GoldenEye 007, and I hope the remake is, I hope the uh, remaster is coming out soon. It looks like it is for all consoles. I can't wait. That game, we played sun up, sun down. Weekends, evenings, afternoons, weekdays. That game had longevity in our household. And it's a very special game to me because it was just fun. You could play with anyone, anywhere. We used to take our... Sometimes we would get to take our system to school. And I brought this... I, I did a presentation on GoldenEye in school. It was English, grade 9. And um, I explained exactly what I'm doing now. What is my favorite pastime... Why? And I said, I brought Golden Knight. The funny thing, though, that made people laugh was 
I didn't know that the, when you load up when you load up Goldeneye, right? And you have the little um, what's it called? The little pamphlet or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, when it shows your information, there's a number there, and uh, that number uh, I think describes how many times. Oh no! Actually, I'm messing it up. That was Zelda. Remember when you click on Zelda and it shows a number before you press A, and it has a number. That number was the amount of times you died, but I had no idea. So I remember I did a presentation and the kid's like, you died 120 times? And I had no idea that's what it meant. He embarrassed, he like embarrassed me in front of everybody. And I'm like, oh, that's what it means? But that was Zelda. But Golden Night, I was showing the kids Golden Night and a lot of them knew because they had it. But I don't know, man. Golden Night to me is just a special game because like my sister even played with us and she was a baby then, like six, seven years old. She was playing with us too. Uh, my youngest brother was playing with us. My younger brother was playing with us. Four players, we had four controllers, playing with slaps on. If you know what slaps are in Golden Eye, it's hilarious. And to win a match by slapping is crazy. Obviously, Man with the Golden Gun, that's the ultimate. I think I put Man with Golden Gun better than any Call of Duty multiplayer online. I'm not even joking. The impact is, like I said, you know, family impact with all with me and my siblings. Even some friends that I would play with, we'd play with. We'd take it to school on some Fridays and play with it. Impact is it brought people together, and that's why Nintendo 64, for those reasons, is my number three. Cameron, you're up. Number two, system, reason, impact. No, my number two might be very debatable. I'm sorry, Alan. I'm sorry, Alan. This, for me, is, is, is the best portable um, console of all time, mostly because I played the hell out of it. Like, I still have it to this day sitting in my room. I know where we're going. Sitting in my room? I know where we're going. I'm pretty sure it's even still Nintendo's best-selling. Is it still? I think it is. Or is did the Switch pass it? But right, Switch my number it, right? two yeah. is the Nintendo 3DS. I love that console to death. I think my daughter would say number one is 3DS. For I love that console to death. My only problem about it, though... The 3D aspect. <laughs> like, you yeah. might, you're better off buying a 2DS, if I'm honest. If I'm honest, you're yeah. better off buying a 2DS. The 3DS, you don't... The 3DS, um, the 3D function isn't even useful. Besides for games that, like... The little mini games that they have in there. But this console, I swear, has been with me legit everywhere. Camping trips. Road... Like, just whenever I was in the car or on the go... Is always in my pocket. Always in my pocket. I had stickers to it. I accessorized it. I did everything with the 3DS. That's true. I love the implementation. I, I did have the original DS growing up. Okay. I actually, I remember how it broke. I was at a family function one time. I was, I, it was nice and blue too. It was a nice marine blue DS. Mm-hmm. I just finished playing Pokemon. My, my Pokemon Heart Gold. Yeah. Um, I sat, I sat down on a chair. There we go. <laughs> That's how it happens. So I go and play, right? I go, I go and play for a bit with some family members. And I come back to the red chair. Someone's sitting on the red chair. And so I was like, I was looking for the 3DS. I was like, Did I, does anyone see my 3DS? Does anyone see my 3DS? I mean, not my 3DS, sorry, my DS. Does anyone see my DS? And I wait for like my family member. He finally gets up from the red chair. And my, my DS is there. It looks like it's in perfectly good shape. 
I pick it up and it splits into the screen. Everything it falls apart. Legit. He sat on it so hard that it compacted and broke. I was pissed. I remember that. But I got a I got a new one. I got a red one. I think I ended up selling it or I lost it at some point. I can't remember. <laughs> but back onto the 3DS. Oh my gosh. Do I love this game's um library? I I absolutely love this game's library. Particularly, I say the game that I have the most um the most time on, honestly, if I were to think about it, is probably Pokemon Alpha Sapphire or Animal Crossing New Leaf. This was actually my yeah my 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 no i was introduced to animal crossing before but this was like my first animal crossing of my own and i played the hell out of new leaf like my cousin and i we played new leaf every single day i remember i got it for christmas the way it was like yeah it's christmas we usually celebrate it like on e christmas eve wait till 12 i get it right right away put it into the 3ds it was up to like 3 a.m. that day. And my dad had to pick me up. I was tired. I put hours. I wonder if you could see. Could you see the hours? Was that even an aspect back then? Well, yes, you can, see you, the, can uh, see, you, you can see, see the, the hours, hours on the oh, game you play. I'm interested. I'm, I, I, I'd have to see that. Me. Look into that sometime. But legit. And like speaking around the aspect of portability. Like where Alan. This is where I think Alan's. Like, philosophy on, you know, portable things is very important. Yeah, like, having a portable system um, as a kid, I was able to bring this thing pretty much everywhere with me. And it keep me entertained. Camping trips everywhere. Um, game library, excellent. Everything. You know, and that's why it's my number two spot, I'd say. And the impact on your life? Any personal impact? Mm-hmm. Um, got you through some times, right? It, it definitely yeah. did get me through some times. I'd have to say, yeah, it definitely did it. Um, I don't really have crazy specific memories, mm-hmm. but like I remember, it was the console that I spent probably, if I were to add it up, tally it up, probably the most amount of time in my life playing. What and color was your three DS? Blue, of course. The blue one, right? Blue, yeah. yeah. I think that was like turquoise blue, or like what was like a color of it? That was like a turquoise blue. Uh, It was the one that they always used on the commercials. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Alan, your number two console. Yeah. Why impact? Well, I wanted to add to my, in terms of my fourth one being the DS, I, um, uh, Pokemon was one of the big impacts on me, uh, playing with friends. That's one of the biggest one, uh, things, uh, about, uh, the DS that I liked. I, well, created, battle, uh, Pokemon was, it was big. Yeah, that was back in that day. I have honorable mention before Alan goes. 3DS is my honorable mention, and I'll tell you why quickly. Uh, it's because uh, I modded it, <laughs> so I, 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 I got the games. I, I needed to get the games, and I didn't have to buy. At one point, I did. I had a two DS originally, and I loved it. And I bought games. Uh, you know, I bought them for prices, different prices back then. But then once I was able to mod it, it was game over. 
I had the R4 and I had uh, SD cards with games on it because I modded it. And that's the end of that. But it was a good system for that exact purpose. All right. I yeah, to get and, that out there. And then for me with the 3DS, uh, I religiously uh, used it uh, as a pedometer. That's one thing I used. Interesting. Uh, I, I didn't know carried that. it for uh, five between five to six years, and I've used it almost every day as a pedometer. Mm, <laughs> that's impressive. That's crazy. I would never have thought of that. Yeah, that's I actually used that one as a pedometer for so many years. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and it's like I, I did know, like that's, that's, a new that's thing. actually pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's a feature that not many probably people don't use. I knew it had yeah. it, but I didn't. You used it, yeah, I, but people don't use it, right? Yeah, people yeah. don't use you it. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one thing I uh, used it uh, like almost like almost every day. What well, you said five six years? Yeah. Oh, holy crap! I yeah. never knew. That's good to know. It's like that's like slice of life type of stuff. That's, that's actually pretty cool. I can't lie. Yeah. That's something I uh, used it, and also like, well, but it, it, 3ds isn't my. Uh, it didn't make my top five, but uh, mm -hmm. also like the puzzle, the puzzle mini games, the mini games they yeah. have. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, for my uh, sec second spot onto the main topic uh, would be PlayStation Two. Ah, there you go. Yeah, okay, the go. biggest okay. impact is it's the first console I seriously started coll uh, seriously collecting. That makes sense. Yeah. Lots and lots of good games. It's like uh, probably one of the largest game libraries. Uh, well, I don't know about like uh, well because now there's so many indie games, but in terms of physical, there's a um, like lot library is huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the most like a lot of people would argue even the best, some of the best, like even the best game library. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of highly um, critically acclaimed games are on that. Mm. Yes, and and um, well, I would say PS One has a lot of variety, but also PS Two also like uh, at that point isn't so like streamlined to like okay only uh, like uh, only these um, like uh, sequels, remakes, and uh, uh, or uh, spin-offs of the uh, games of the well, of a certain series. Mm. They actually have like more platformers, more. Uh, GRPs, um, like first person shooters, racing, mm -hmm. like actually a lot more, lot lot more different titles uh, compared to now, and even like strange games, games that are <laughs> the loud startup <laughs> sound. Yeah. Oh, those are, yeah. Back back in those days, back in my day, uh, a lot of those uh, startup sounds were I miss iconic. Those. I miss those. They should come back. They don't back. do those. They no should more. come back. They don't yeah. do those. Oh, as you're saying. Yeah. Well, Final Fantasy X, yeah, that that's a good game, real good game that they remastered quite a few times. Um, see, twelve wasn't um like at that point wasn't like uh it was like a uh different from like how the other RPGs are mm -hmm. like um not fully turn based kind of more MMO. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you only control one character, or you can switch, but it's basically like computer controlled the other other two when you're controlling one of them. But um, like as time went on, it, Final Fantasy Twelve is a pretty good classic too. Now, people, some people do uh, really enjoy it. Mm. Yeah, um, Silent Hill series was pretty good on the PS Two. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, me, I wrote my if if I were to uh, go not the JRPG, um, uh, I I kind of like four for uh, for uh, Silent Hill four. People might have said it's like. 
yeah. too much too different but i i do enjoy the premise and how how the story was yeah there's a lot of mixed reviews on that yeah yeah and uh oh yeah good fighting games marvel vs capcom mm-hmm. yeah uh, capcom vs snk2 yeah, yeah capcom vs snk2 death jam for sure <laughs> 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 for me personally yeah, I haven't played Death. Yeah, mm-hmm. never knew. If I could it. get it, yeah, you'll play it. You'll be like, you, you have to know because it's a music game, hip hop, yeah. you, you yeah. know. But the the just like the fighting mechanism of the game is very interesting. I think that's what caught a lot of people. Yeah, you guys played the Tony Hawks. Did you guys ever get? I played Tony Hawks on PS One. It was okay. My brother liked them. I played skate and stuff like that too. Skate on the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. Oh my gosh, that's a good. I like oh, skate. I'll let you go. Yeah, yeah, no, that's sure. why. That's <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, um, oh, go ahead. Yeah, there's like, well, um, the original Persona 4 is on there. Like mm-hmm. Persona 3, okay, 4. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, um, let's see. Final Fantasies. Um, there's. Uh, let's see. Sh- Shadow Heart series. Wild Arm series. Sweet Coden series. Sweet Coden, yeah. Yeah. Valkyrie Profile. Just to name a few. Valkyrie Profile. I've heard those names. <laughs> Yeah, this guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. Yeah. Olden Sphere, Katamari. Quite a lot of different series. and uh, Yeah, it's quite different. A lot of different series. But I do, uh, even though it's not my fully my genre, I think I do have the third most expensive game on the PS2, which is uh, Rule of Rules. Oh. Yeah. Can you explain to the listeners what that game's about? Uh, it's a sort of survival horror series. Um, uh, it does, uh, deal with, like, mature, like, real-life issues. Yeah. You know, well, such as, um, uh, I think, uh, one of this, uh, um, quest or, uh, one of the, uh, things they require you to do, uh, I think it was, um, might be on the airship. Um, yeah, uh, it was abortion. <laughs> yeah, there yeah, was. that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't my favorite game, but of course, uh, <laughs> I did uh, eventually manage to acquire that one. Yeah. All right. So we have about eleven minutes off. So we, <laughs> I'm gonna go through my number two, and we're gonna go through our number ones because we got eleven minutes. We gotta fit in it. I'll be right to the point. My number two system is the Nintendo Wii. Mm, the reason why is many reasons okay the impact is very simple i believe this is a system that and i'm being honest my daughter loved 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 her 3ds loved it but the system that brought us closest together when it came to gaming was the wii and that's why i would say it's number two for impact reasons the reasons why i like it in general i you heard a common theme with me these days modding this system, I only bought one game for in life, and that was Smash Bros. Because it couldn't be burnt correctly. Other than that, I burnt every single game for my Nintendo Wii. I never had to buy a game. And you know what? It's a great system. Wii Sports came with it. Wii Sports, hands down. Is it safe to say Wii Sports might be the best Wii game ever? Probably, possibly. Comparable to other ones. My sister-in-law, when she was younger back then, babysitting my daughter, she would come over and she would be on my Wii from morning till morning. 
And I'm not lying. Morning till morning, my youngest sister-in-law. And she would come up to me, yeah, I want to play this game, I want to play that game. I was able to get it for her, and she would have it in like two, three hours. That's all I got to say. So the we is my number two system. So we got about 11 minutes here. Let's do our number ones. Cameron, number one game, reason why, and impact. I uh, might be a little bit of a strange one. But my number one console of all time for me will always be the Nintendo GameCube. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, that's a weird one, right? Yeah. Now, for me, impact reasons why, without the Nintendo GameCube, I probably would have not even been into video games in the first place. It was um, watching my, my aunt play in front of me all the time when I was a kid and getting to, and she'd, she'd often let me um, play the games is what got me into video games in the first place. And without it, I wouldn't have been introduced to my favorite series of all time and my two favorite video games of all time. The Legend of Zelda series, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Um, the game library is some of my favorite um, with the Legend of Zelda series, Luigi's Mansion. Um, you got star, you got a little bit of a weird one of a Star Fox Adventures. I remember watching my aunt play that all the time. That was a weird one, but yeah, honestly, the Nintendo GameCube, and it's got personally, I I love the controller. It's I don't know. I use it. I even have it for Smash. I bought the the GameCube controller. I use that for Smash all the time on my Nintendo Switch. I love the feel of it. I love the startup sound, the iconic startup sound, of course, of the game. I couldn't really, you know, but yeah, the startup sound. I love the look of the console. Personally, uh, the mini discs, I think, are cute. Um, and that's really it. That's my number one console of all time. Without it, I wouldn't have been introduced to my favorite series of all time. I wouldn't have been probably playing video games my entire life. I remember like, and like I grew up um, a majority of my, of my life with my aunt in the same household at my grandma's. Um, so I was always around the GameCube and it became one of my, one of my, um, a lot of my fondest memories are around the GameCube and just watching my aunt play Legend of Zelda Majora's Masks uh, or Star Fox Adventures, especially Luigi's Mansion. I remember I played Luigi's Mansion and that scared the hell out of me as a kid for a while. But that is my number one spot in the Nintendo GameCube. It's a strange one. PlayStation 2 didn't make the cut. I'm in the middle of that right now. But yeah. All right, we got about eight minutes left. So between me and Alan, we'll get this going. Okay. Alan, number one game, number one system, would reason be, why, and impact. Yeah, Super Nintendo would be the Super Nintendo for Ooh, me. Interesting. Yeah, my dad. Uh, I didn't ask for the system because it was. Still relatively young, still, but uh, maybe about five. But uh, um, my dad suddenly uh, brought home one day the uh, Super Nintendo. Uh, um, it was an introduction. Well, it was sort of more the introduction that uh, of a system that I I personally owned. He got quite, me quite a few games. Uh, Super Mario World was a great game uh, when I was young. It was hard back then, but maybe now it wouldn't be that pretty simple. Uh, Super Mario All Stars, uh, Super Mario RPG. 
two of my favorite, uh, mo- top ten favorite games is Final Fantasy VI, Chrono Trigger, and uh, uh, how I was introduced to Final Fantasy. It was my first introduction to Final Fantasy. My friend uh, uh, went to borrow games from my friend, and he had three games. Um, Super Mario World, which I had, Super Sculpt, and Final Fantasy VI, or three back then, and, um, uh, he, uh, like, uh, I was, at first I said, uh, Super Sculpt, but then he said, like, there's a bazooka, uh, the bazooka or gun that goes with it, and, uh, and this is, like, a bit easier to play the Final Fantasy three. so I was like, okay, sure, that was my first introduction to, um, uh, JRPGs and Final Fantasy series. Um, Borald, Final Fantasy Two or four, basically four, uh, uh, from uh, game rental stores. But uh, and uh, another game that I really uh, enjoyed was uh, maybe the story uh, might not be the because uh, 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 as good as the other ones. But uh, in terms of like the things you can do and like how they perfected like um, uh, the Donkey Kong Country series, uh, Donkey Kong Country Three. Uh, uh, I did for back then. I'm not talking about speedrunning in the modern day, like speedrunning back then. Uh, in Nintendo Power, I did speedrun and uh, tied for the uh, highest at one point. Uh, this, uh, this, this, uh, the speed, uh, the time for the speedrun. So, and Super Mario RPG, very classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say, and then in, uh, I would say, like eventually, Switch might make it into the top five list but so far like uh those would be my top five uh best game consoles for now thank you Alan, for that thank you Cameron, for us i'm about to finish this off the top number one console for me of all time is the xbox 360 now some may think that's weird see my pattern and the conversation that i said earlier when it was set on this table but i was saying that in a certain kind of playful way honestly the 360 is my most favorite console of all the time. Reason being is I got it from a special somebody. It's number one. Number two. I modded it. Number three. <laughs> <laughs> I played so many games on that thing for so many years. Going back to most of the Call of Duties. Black Ops 1, Black Ops 2, Modern Warfare 2, even Ghosts before I got a Xbox One. Mortal Kombat 9, probably one of the best Mortal Kombat's of all time. Street Fighter Third Strike, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Street Fighter 4, Street Fighter 4. Just too many to name, not enough time. Me and my brother, we'd play that game, sun up to sundown, and um, it was just great times. Street Fighter 4, I still think it's one of the better Street Fighters, probably one of the best Street Fighters of all time. It was basically almost like, at one point, I'm telling you the honest truth, everybody who's listening, Street Fighter 4 was basically running the Xbox 360 systems that we had at that point in time, and um, I'm very passionate about that game, that company. That title. And um, the, the mod ability helped a lot because I didn't have to buy any games. And I'm not joking. I never had to buy a 360 game physically. 
about digital DLC and digital games, arcade live games. Let's not forget about achievements. Achievements were brought into the Xbox 360 ecosystem. Avatars. Avatars were okay. <laughs> Connect was trash. Mm -hmm. But I, I think achievements was the one of the best things to ever come to video games because it kept you accountable. It gave you something to do. And it was always nice to hear that noise when you unlock something. <laughs> Not the noise on the Xbox One, that noise on the Xbox 360, because it is a different noise. Isn't it like, it's like a different it's noise. Kind of a pop. Okay. On, the, on the Xbox One in series, it's a little different, and it has like this mm -hmm. thing after. On the Xbox One, it's straight to the point, and it's always satisfying to hear that, always. The remote. Remote was one of the better remotes. I still think the Super Nintendo remote is the best remote of all time, in my personal opinion. But the Xbox 360 remote is number two on that. Maybe we could do an episode on our best remotes maybe sometime soon. Um, that's it. Um, just I could go on for another 10, 15 minutes about the 360, but I don't want to do that. I think I made my point. Like I said, once again, Street Fighter 4 is a Street Fighter 4 machine. Me and my brother played a lot of that. And um, I, it was a time when I had friends coming over. We were always playing the wrestling games, playing the fighting games. It was good times. So that's going to wrap up this episode. Once again, I'd like to thank my nephew Cameron for being on. Alan's back in once again. The next episode of the plan to do is going to be on services. Gaming services, particularly the live services. Xbox Live, PS Plus, the new PS Plus. And Nintendo Online. And I'm going to discuss, it might be with the group, it might be myself, but we're going to discuss which one is the best, why, which one is the worst, and why. I think a lot of people may already know <laughs> which one's the worst. But uh, with that being said, this is LV signing out. Take care. <laughs>